This is the Pubcast. I'm John Loomer, and today we're going to talk about building off a spark. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining me again today. Welcome back to the Pubcast. I'm your host, John Loomer. This is going to be a full episode. We don't even know how long those full episodes are anymore. It's just that it's going to be long enough for me to drink. Um, I've got a Guinness. Those of you who have been around the show long enough know the Guinness is a, a freak, makes a frequent appearance on the show. And today, you know, we're building off of... So this is going to be kind of entrepreneurship online business strategy a little bit of facebook facebook ads in there it's related um but and and we've been heading in this direction for a while as i've talked about my podcast and the new strategy and i just honestly need to shout from the rooftops how important the past 120 days or whatever it's been has been um, with this podcast not only to my business but to content creation and to my well-being ultimately it, it, it sounds crazy I think it'll make sense eventually so we're going to get there um, we're going to take a roundabout way but I think this this isn't all this isn't all about talking about me and my business. I I want to find a way because I know that um, as a content creator, online marketers, we all struggle with this feeling of needing needing to be the expert in every platform. Um, the overwhelming feeling of like, what do I create? I get it. It all starts with the spark. And I, I, I went by the seat of my pants for years. That spark blows out when you go that way. Uh, I'd say the first couple years of my business where all I did was write like crazy. Maybe I should have leveraged that spark a little bit. Didn't. It went out. So we'll talk about it uh, after this first drink. Bottoms up. So let's first talk about the mistake, the common mistake that we make as marketers, as maybe new businesses, small businesses needing to promote ourselves. Um, you know, I find the exercise, if you want to call it that, of sitting down and developing a content strategy to be close to impossible. I really do. When I talk about content strategy, I'm not talking about for this particular product or anything. I'm talking about an overarching, what should I do? So you have the entire world of options available to you. You can do anything. So you try to do everything. And the result, sooner or later, is that you'll do nothing. You know, maybe I'm not speaking for everybody, but I've seen it over and over. 
sooner or later, right? Sooner because it's too overwhelming to get started potentially because it's like, I got to do all this stuff. What are we going to do? What's our strategy? Ah. Or later, because after you generate this strategy, it's just too overwhelming to maintain. So we think, oh man, I've just... I can't just be on Facebook. I've got to be on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Twitter and TikTok and LinkedIn. And I got to have a podcast. I got to be blogging. It's a lot. And when you try to sit down and put that, put together a strategy for all of those things, it's really tough, right? So we think that we have to have a special strategy as well that's designed for each one. And don't get me wrong. Look, I get it. That would be ideal, right? That you have a very specific Facebook content strategy, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, podcasting, blogging, wherever you are. Maybe even have special groups in each one. That would be the ideal approach long term. I'm looking at short term. I'm looking at getting started. I'm looking at small businesses, not necessarily staffed out, ready to do all this stuff. Maybe you just have one person. Maybe it's just you. I'm looking at the, the goal here is to get started and to build some momentum. Because the thing is, we're not just trying to be great on these very different platforms. We're needing to perfect multiple types of media, right? So all those things I listed off, I'm hoping to be great, a great podcaster, blogger, videographer, is that what it is? I don't even know. Video creator, short form content creator, long form content creator, communicator, everything. And look, maybe you have the staff and resources to, to do all that. Awesome. Great. Proud of you. Do it. Otherwise, what we can't do is try to be perfect. And to perfect it all on day one. Build something that you can nurture later, right? Otherwise, we're going to make the excuse that it's not going to be good enough. Can't even get started. All right, let's get to that drink. I'm going to talk a little bit about burnout. Cheers. So I've talked about my struggles before. And and look, sometimes, I, you know, I... I feel like it's, I don't really want to talk about this stuff. It makes me uncomfortable, but I know that I'm not the only one. And I think that there are some people who can understand this. So I'm going to talk about it. And I really didn't see it coming, but the conditions for burnout have been building and building for the past several years. I mean, look, I've been running a business for over a decade now. Um, why wouldn't it happen? Of course it would happen. And I wrote so much so I, with my blog during a few years. I mean, we're talking averaging 300 blog posts a year for the first couple of years. That one of the, the side effects of that was that being original became more and more difficult. It's like, oh, I need to write, but I already wrote about that. I can't, I can't write about that again. I already wrote about that. So the effort and the time that were required to get going on multiple platforms and with different media, 
It kept me from starting and it prevented momentum. And I honestly, I think after I started building this brand of in look, I've been very careful not to portray myself as some guru expert guy. But I was too worried about embarrassing myself on platforms that I quote unquote didn't understand. Right? Oh man. The other day, YouTube comment snark like facelook face faceless profile like, oh this this uh social media expert with only 22 views whatever it was that video was that's the kind of stuff you just can't even care about shut it out and i've never enjoyed putting myself out there or sharing my life or especially getting in front of a camera and that is really a roadblock these days because video is such a big thing. So I fell back to a safe space, right? So blogging. But I blogged when I was inspired and when I didn't feel like I'd already covered something before. Originally, when you, when I was blogging, when I was, when I was inspired, it was easy because I'd never written before. I didn't have this whole library of stuff I've written before. Everything was new. Piece of cake. Eventually, that became difficult and inconsistent. Same thing with the podcast, man. I mean, when when all I did was these type of episodes that um, were 25 to 30 minutes long and I needed a beer and oftentimes I had a guest, I'd record when inspired, which became less and less often. I focused on my private community because, again, safe space. These are the people who get me, who want to hear from me, and that's that was my priority. For a couple of years there, and I think this was ripe. These conditions, where I was at, and then the pandemic hit and everything, it was just the perfect storm. For a couple of years there, I really did little else um, beyond those three things and the first two in, in minimal um, volume. There truly was no clear strategy, I admit it, during that time. And if I'm going to be honest my, with myself, the end of my business was becoming more and more possible every day. It was becoming a reality. I mean, when I think back, I'm just so grateful that this all came together. You know, I started to see it. I think it was that 10-year reflection on my business. I started to see it. Like, this is kind of make or break time. But through, the, through last summer, I was blogging, oh, man, you know, once or twice a month. I rarely ever record a podcast anymore. Um, I didn't record a podcast um, last year, really, I, until I did this 10-year reflection. Before that, a lot of times when it was a podcast, it wasn't really a podcast. It was like it was a repurposing of like a webinar or something. So I re- rarely recorded a podcast. Wasn't recording any videos. I wasn't doing anything on YouTube. I mean, occasionally, once again, I would repurpose uh, a webinar that okay i'll just do that on youtube didn't really look at it I wasn't using linkedin didn't even realize linkedin was really a thing anymore until like this last few months i wasn't hosting webinars anymore these free webinars that were so big to my business back in the day which i am doing now again i only conducted one or two training courses per year it was just a weird weird thing 
But suddenly, everything changed. And if we were to kind of think, okay, where did it start? What was the spark? Everything changed due to that one spark. And sometimes that spark is all that you need. We'll talk about it after this. Cheers. So you probably won't be surprised to know that my spark was this podcast. It's really pretty crazy. I went from rarely recording a new episode to publishing. I'm not sure where I'm at right now. By the time this is this comes out, it's going to be pretty close to 120 episodes in 120 days, which is absolutely nuts. Like, I don't even know how many years you'd have to go back to have to, to have gone through 120 of the, the other, the most recent 120 episodes. And it's all because of not just uh, the pubcast, but it's the pubcast shots that I've been doing that make it all. So, and the ease of creation is so important. And so I needed a spark badly, badly, just to get motivated again. Because I, I knew I needed to, to get some stuff done. And I knew that whatever way I was doing things before wasn't going to be good enough anymore. And I couldn't have any more excuses about why I wasn't creating. But it's always easier said than done. I'm not going to, I just can't create, right? But if you had to ask me to sit down and create a list of 120 topics for podcasts, I could never, ever, ever do it. But I've maintained that list and I've updated it as an idea comes to me. It's all part of this process now. So what is that process? My content creation process starts with the podcast. Now, take bits and pieces, whatever this works for you. I just know for me personally, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. Um, I'm, I'm someone who has always kind of gone by the seat of my pants, been a procrastinator and whatnot, but realizing that that doesn't really work long term, right? So my process starts with, I pick a list, or excuse me, I pick a topic from my list. So I keep this running list going in, in uh, Apple Notes or Mac Notes, yeah, Apple Notes. Um, and I start an outline in Notes. So like I've, I've got the list, which, you know, at any time there's like, I don't know, 15 to 20 topics in that list. And then underneath it, I will start an outline. Like I'll pick one of those items and I'll start an outline of, okay, this is, this is how I'm going to cover this topic in the podcast where it's going to be just a couple minutes. And guess what? What am I, I'm say reading. What am I going off of right now to, to record this podcast episode? One of those outlines at this moment. So I record that podcast episode. I then copy and paste that outline that I created to a blog post draft. I then paste an audio player at the very top of that scheduled podcast episode into that blog post draft that outline then makes the writing process of that blog post so easy so i schedule that blog post i then convert that podcast episode into a video yeah so initially i was like oh i need to do a video how am i gonna do that like i'll just repurpose these podcast episodes and 
So I do that with Recast Studio, if you've ever heard of that. Um, it's pretty, pretty easy, but I also do some of my own stuff to make the most of it. Um, I create versions of that video for Facebook and LinkedIn at the 1080 by 1080 size, as well as YouTube at 1920 by 1080. I then schedule them all to publish on Mondays and Fridays. It's all, that's part of my process. Like I'm not going daily yet at this point. It's a decent amount. It's more work to repurpose these podcast episodes into videos than it is to actually sit down and record a podcast shot. That's the crazy thing. So I run Facebook ads that on the Facebook side of that too, to promote the scheduled video and to promote the scheduled blog post. And then I use the podcast to promote my free and paid resources. So like I have all these new promotional outlets because I'm creating, attracting people to my blog, they see an ad, they listen to my podcast, they hear a quick ad, you know? Hold up. Real quick, I want to invite you to my exclusive Power Hitters Club Elite community. Go to johnlimmer.com slash phc elite. You'll get access to a private Facebook group I host weekly strategy sessions every Tuesday. I host weekly webinars to keep you updated every Wednesday. You get access to my entire training library. You even get discounts if you ever want to have a one-on-one with me. Just go to johnlimmer.com slash phc elite to join or learn more. So like each of these episodes will have a little promo in it. So I don't I don't monetize my podcast. I don't monetize my website with ads. I use that real estate, and this is something I learned probably eight years ago, um, to promote my own stuff. So I've created templates for my podcast for days of the week now, where depending on the day, that's the template I use, and that that will promote a specific thing. So I just record record my episode, put it in there in the middle of it, and the rest of it's the same. So each day something else is promoted. So that's uh, that's what I've been doing. So what kind of results are we getting? Oh, man. i got like a lot of beer left. Let's keep working it. Glug, glug, glug. So look, this is a process. I'm not a YouTube or video expert. I'm not. I've said it all day long that I'm not even comfortable with that media type. I'm not even a podcasting expert. This is something I've just over the years felt comfortable doing. I think I think a big reason for it is because podcasting for me is a lot like writing. Like my I don't have to worry about what I look like. I don't it doesn't matter if I just roll out of bed, wearing a t-shirt, got bad lighting or whatever. I can just either you know, say whatever I'm thinking or write whatever I'm thinking. So, but this experience is something that I can build off of, right? Um, And it's a sustained, consistent approach. No excuses to creating. And that's the, the important thing. It's like, I have no excuses, especially once that spark keeps going. I've got all these podcast episodes. I have so many blog post drafts waiting to be written 
The only thing it needs is time for me to write them. I don't even need to come up with an idea. I just pick one and write it. Same with these these videos. And look, I know I could be way better at YouTube, at LinkedIn, my podcast, and anything else. But I'm just so done letting that feeling hold me back from just creating something. I'm not perfect, and that's okay. You're not perfect, and that's okay. Don't let it slow you down. Now, if and when I gain traction on any of these things, right, whether it's the podcast, I'm not even going to say, like, it's not like I don't have any traction. We're doing all right. Um, But if and when, for example, YouTube all of a sudden starts taking off, then I could start applying what I have learned during this kind of, you know, this repurposing time. And I can start crafting a clear platform and media-specific strategy, right? And maybe this will become less about repurposing content at that point and creating something completely new. But I don't need to start there. And that I think that's where a lot of people start. And they get overwhelmed and they drown in all this, this, this craziness. The re- and I need to be careful about how I communicate this because... I know that the results I'm seeing for a lot of people would be like amazing. Um, that said, the results I'm seeing so far are slow. Like I even mentioned that YouTube video because I haven't published that much YouTube yet. I still have a bunch scheduled, but like I'm getting fewer than a hundred views on on each of those those videos, and that's even with having. I don't even know how many subscribers I have. It's over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. I've never put a ton behind my YouTube presence. So, But anyway, the results so far are slow. I do watch them very closely, too closely. You may know if you've listened to uh, my episode about goals for the year that all of these platforms um, and all of these media types have some goals behind them. So I'm following those numbers closely, and I get a little obsessed with them. But honestly, that's when I'm at my best, when I'm obsessed with those. And I celebrate those those little wins, right? So I follow podcast downloads and all those those platform-specific numbers on podcasts. I follow the website traffic. Um, One thing I have found, you know, through this process, because I've always followed uh, website traffic, But I think what is most important, if I'm going to be honest, the best indicator of what you're doing is the Google organic search referrals. Because that's something that beginning in May or so of last year just started dropping off the table. I, I used to really rely on that pretty heavily. You can always influence the traffic numbers by, you know, um, writing more than publishing places and, and then sending sending out an email and running ads and all that business. But none of that truly influences Google. I mean, it helps, right? The more content you write. But you, you can't just like force Google to organically send you more traffic. So that's been a good sign is that is growing. It, it's, a, it's a slow progress, but it is growing. Every week I feel like it's a little bit more than the prior week. 
But I follow the YouTube engagement, as, in, as depressing as that might be. I follow my list size, which is really important. Email is still an important part of what I do. I'm doing these monthly free webinars now, which is a big part. And I follow revenue. And I think that's the part that's been toughest for me, is everything else is incrementally improving. I'm not seeing the revenue yet, but I, I know that if I stay committed to this approach, it all makes sense that it follows. It's a long tail though, right? More, more consistent traffic, more consistent referrals from Google, more subscribers everywhere, more people reading my stuff, watching my stuff, listening to my stuff, more potential customers, email list grows, did I already say that? All those things eventually lead to more revenue. Um, and so I will remain committed to that, that it will happen. And, and really, you know, look, the progress for all these things hasn't been night and day, but it is progress. And that's honestly what's most important. And every day I'm moving forward here, I'm not moving backward. And I was moving backward before. So while business isn't necessarily booming yet, no. This isn't going to be one of those stories about how to make millions, and I'm giving you the template for that. This is something I was kind of alluding to at the beginning. It's actually about more than just money. Isn't that what everybody says who isn't going to tell you a story about making millions? Anyway, this is about following a spark to find purpose, to find motivation. It's been wonders for my mental well-being. It really has. Ultimately, I'm so grateful for the spark of this podcast. And honestly, I have to thank, oh, who was that at Social Media Examiner who asked for my thoughts on marketing in 2022? And she said you could create a video. And I turned that into a quick three-minute podcast. That was the beginning of the podcast shot. So it's it's been great. Now, ultimately, yeah, th this podcast is what started it all. And what scares me just a little bit is knowing that if I had done nothing with all the work that I have done and, you know, seeing the incremental growth, growth I know if I had done nothing, my business would likely have either collapsed or been on the brink of collapse at this point. Because I, I, I saw the signs. I really did during, during that, that past couple of years. And I'm not going to say I ignored it, but when you're in a difficult mental state, sometimes you're kind of like a, a deer with the, the deer in the headlights, right? That's kind of what I was. So I couldn't stay on, on what was my current path. And this podcast really help, has helped to keep that collapse from happening. And thanks for being part of that journey. Oh, man. I've got like a third of a glass of Guinness here. I'm going to throw that down. we got a last call. Last call. So what's my point? <laughs> I had lots of them here, didn't I? Um Look, don't try to solve all the world's problems or you'll get nothing done. Um, 
Don't worry about being perfect. Don't let that keep you from creating and giving something to the world, right? Start small. Um, when I say start small, that's 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 what's really that, that spark is something that's small. Like when we think about how all this started for me with the podcast and then the videos and then the blog post, it all started from one little idea of the podcast doing three minute episodes. And I haven't even moved from that. Like all of this repurposing of content has come from that one little idea. So find a spark that drives you, right? Focus on that thing instead of trying to do, be perfect in all these different platforms and different media. In the early going, focus on that thing. Allow that spark to make creation elsewhere easier so you don't have excuses for why you're not creating. Call it purpose, call it repurposing of content. Call it something sexier if you want, but it's a great way to keep your foot on the gas and just create, create, create. And if I've learned anything over the past year, I guess, or four months or so, it's that creation is the most important process for a content creator. Duh, right? But the more you create, the more opportunities you give your content for something to hit. Something will stick. You can't worry about creating the perfect piece of content or it will never happen. All right. Follow that spark. Thanks for joining me again today. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.